the middle, intercepted. I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. No! Not possible! Not possible! What is going on in right field? There's like seven or eight balls coming in here. Well, I take that back. There's about 40 this. balls coming there in There are here. balls coming from all over the place. Left field, center field, right field. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Dish from the Den starts now. Welcome back, everyone. Dish from the Den, episode five, coming to you today. Big episode today. We are talking to Dexter Stewart from the Canyon View Swimming and Dive team. He will join us in a little bit. Uh, but first, let me welcome in my co-hosts, Aaron Flam, Wyatt Jones. Boys, we're back at it. How are you guys doing? Um, great. Good. Wyatt, any, anything new to report? Uh, no, that I'm not doing trivia today. I will be asking the questions. Yeah, well, we removed you from that. That was more of a uh, group decision. Uh, you didn't really have a choice in getting pulled. It was, it was embarrassing for us, so... We I was to, not aware of that. We had to move you on. Aaron, everything going okay for you? Um, everything's great. Hybrid treating you well? Um, yeah, hybrid's been treating me very well. There we go. Today we are joined by a very special guest, Dexter Stewart Jr. from the Canyon View Swimming and Diving Team. Dexter, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Dexter, talk to me. You, you've been in the program. You're a junior now. You've been in the program a couple years. What's the biggest difference between this year and the years past on the swimming and dive team? Um, what is it? Um, beside, uh, we don't have, we don't get a lot more of swim meets. So we don't get to see how other high school, other high schools are doing with their teams. So it's kind of just try your best and just go on with it. Are you actually competing against other schools in person or is it, kind of a virtual situation um we only had one meet that was an actual virtual meet but every but the other meets you're actually in person with the other uh with the other high schools okay and then and you're all like do you have to wear masks or anything while you're i'm guessing outside of the pool but inside the pool too or are there any other restrictions uh outside of the pool yes you have to wear the mask inside of the pool not really, because you can only have a certain amount of swimmers per team. So is there, would you say it's it's less competition this year in terms of you're just not competing against as many schools, or is it uh, pretty much like competition level, is it the same? Uh, no, the competition is still the same because everyone is still determined to go to state and get those fast times. And what about where you guys are at right now? You guys are kind of wrapping up the, the end of the regular season. What's next for you guys? Um, so after the swim meet Thursday, we'll have uh, a, uh, I think, an invitational Saturday that will determine to see if uh, who will go to state. And you were in state last year, correct? Yes, I was. And how did that go? Um, for me, it went uh, really well. I may not have uh, won the race, but I still dropped a lot of time in my event. And what about um, 
just in general, like what, what events are you swimming right now? Uh, I'm, I am swimming the 500 free and 200 free. And how is that? Like, is it, is there a big difference with, uh, with your times now, or you feel like you're getting faster now that you've you're, you're as a junior? Um, I am definitely feeling a lot faster with my times and, and all, but also club really helps with really helps with, uh, getting the speed. All right. So do you guys like race each other for practicing? Um, we do a uh, fun relay stuff, but nothing, nothing that involves time. Gotcha. Um, well, for relaying, so you said there was like a limited amount of people per team, but maybe this is just for meets. Do you guys have a limit of people in pool for practicing? Um, uh, what, uh, yes, actually, the FAA they put out a uh, they put out a uh, what is it uh, a limit per high school per team. So I think. Each high school only has a limit of thirty swimmers, but only ten swimmers can go to uh, can go to a meet. Wow! And so then, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but like when you guys swim, because I know you your uh, meets and your practices are all at the Goodyear YMCA swimming pool. But you're correct me if I'm wrong. You're actually like splitting that with you know the other schools in the area, uh, Millennium Desert Edge, Verado. Correct? Is that right? Yes, but they're all at different times. Okay, so when you're practicing, you're just there by yourselves in the pool. Um, oh no, we are at we practice with De uh, Desert Edge. Okay, so how does that work? Uh, so we just split the lane in half with I think uh, three lanes in between e uh, each school. So we'll get one side of the lane, then three lanes open for six feet apart. Then Desert Edge gets the other side. So are you able to then form, have you been able to form relationships with any of the Desert Edge swimmers? Oh, yeah. Uh, when we're waiting outside the gate, we usually, uh, when we walk by them, we just say, hi, how are you doing? We even talk to talk to the coaches as well. Is there any, uh, like, trash talking that goes on? No, no. Uh, no, we're, I think we're, we have a really good relationship with Desert Edge. There's nothing wrong with them. We have no reason to be mad at them or even trash talk. Is, is swimming, I grew up um, playing multiple sports, you know, basketball, football, baseball, everything. And so trash talking was definitely a part of it. But I'm curious, is swimming a big trash talking sport or is everyone, I, I picture it kind of like golf where everyone's kind of, you know, nice and cordial. Um, I don't know. I haven't, for me, I don't like to trash talk, but, but a form of trash talking is just how you... Uh, like uh some people say yeah this is going to be easy this is going to be easy before they step onto the block and what i like about that is that it usually doesn't go their way every time when they do it but you've never you've never taunted an opponent or anything like that at the end like if you beat somebody that was maybe saying stuff as you stepped up to the block you've never uh just kind of gave them a wink or anything like that when it's all done no i was no my my mom was my coach so she taught me the right way of how to swim there you go. See why? That's what you need. You need more humility when you're playing football. No trash talking. I don't trash talk. Yeah, do they know there's no trash talking in the offensive line? And no. 
Not really? Uh, no. You More guys got wide receivers. You guys got how many uh, penalties last night for talking? <sighs> yeah. Uh, none of the linemen, though. <laughs> that, that's, your, that's your defense, none of the linemen. Um, talk to me, Dexter, about some of the other uh, – uh, some of your teammates. Like, is there anyone on the team that, that will push you or challenge you uh, when you're swimming? Uh, I'll have to say it's my brother because uh, Riley and I, we're uh, – we always uh, push and pull on everything we do and swim. So Riley helps me to get me to that certain extent with my swimming. And what, what age or what year is Riley? Riley is also a junior. Oh, okay. So you guys are twins. Yes. Oh, nice. I love that. That's awesome. And who, who's the faster of the two? Uh, I am the faster twin. In, in all events or just the ones you swim in? Um, I think just the ones that I swim in. So he, and how does that work at home? Like, is there any uh, back and forth at home over like, you know, you're faster, stuff like that. There's no trash talking there. Oh uh, no, there's, a, there's always trash talking between my brother and I. <laughs> and how does that work with, with your mom then being your, your coach? Like, does she get involved? Um, she, uh, to a certain extent, if uh, Ryan and I, if we're starting to yell, then she will, to make us knock it off but she's just fine with it because we know we don't really mean anything that we trash talk to each other that that's funny because i at home i have two boys that are freshmen um they're not twins one's adopted uh, one's biological but they're the same age so they're in the same grade and when i mean there's trash talking non-stop at my house so like mostly has to do with video games um sports a little bit but mostly video games or like the other one of my boys is like a lot bigger than the other one so he'll beat him up a little bit, you know, or sit on him, stuff like that. So is there anything like that in the, uh, in the Stewart household? Uh, yes, pretty much every day. Just, Oh, even over something little, we always just wrestle and all that. Who, what is something that, that Riley, if he's listening right now, what is something that Riley does better than you? Are you able to admit anything? Um, Riley hundred percent does lacrosse better than me. Okay. So he's a lacrosse man. What about uh, what about video games? Is there anyone? Are you guys pretty neck and neck, or is it? Uh, Riley likes battle royale. I like uh, non battle royale games pretty much. What's your go to game right now? Uh, probably Assassin's Creed. Okay, because we had what I don't remember. Aaron, uh, our co-host, was on the podcast last week talking about over uh, fall break. He spent over fifteen hours a day on. I don't remember what game he was playing though. But it was it was fifteen hours a day. Aaron, which which game was it that you uh, that you were involved in playing fifteen hours a day of video games last last week? Uh, I think it was COD. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was late. I had to do something. Because Dexter was saying, you know, that there's some different games here: Modern Warfare, uh, Battle Royale. Are those are those up your alley, Aaron, or no? Um, I'm more of a yes, Call of Duty, but I like the strategy games like um. Rainbow Six Siege, or um, probably like Madden, or um, just like games that help me like use I use my mind. <laughs> there you go. So when you're spending 15 hours a day on games, at least you're using your mind. Mm -hmm. That's the spirit. Dexter, what what are some of the things um, you look forward to? Like, are you planning on swimming after high school is done? Um, I am certainly thinking about that. 
Uh, I have uh, I have a few colleges in mind that I would like to go to. I'm even getting uh, emails from the colleges that I would like to go to as well. What? Which ones in particular? Um, was it ASU, GCU, NAU, and and uh, Pitt? Okay, why Pitt? The other ones are local. What what draws you to Pitt? Um, I have a lot of family there in Pittsburgh, and uh, one of my coaches that he uh, was when I was still at Westside, he was my main coach that I always go to, and he went to Pitt University. So I thought maybe I can go there as well. Yeah, great school. Definitely different. Uh, I've been to, to Pennsylvania and definitely different out there. That's that's awesome. Uh, what about just school in general, Dexter? Like right now, obviously, we're in this pandemic. You've, you know, students have been kind of coming back to campus. What's that experience been like for you these last few months? Um. For me personally, I haven't uh, been to school at all this year. I've been just online and it's kind of a struggle because I miss seeing my friends' faces, but I also work better in the classroom. But it just works better for me for Westmec. What What is kind of the training that goes into being a good swimmer? Like how many hours per day, per week are you putting in the pool? Um, At least uh at least two two out two hours swim practice each day except for the weekends because that's what everybody wants no swim on weekends but yeah but at least two hours a day and do you do anything crazy i don't know why and aaron if you've seen this but like i was looking at recently like the michael phelps kind of his training regimen his diet where he's eating i think it was in the neighborhood of like ten thousand calories a day just because he's swimming for you know six to eight hours a day is there anything are you on anything crazy like that um no not really i just uh for me i have a goal of how many calories i eat but but no there's nothing crazy that i'm on that is like that does Miss Inman make you any of the, the guy swimmers like shave everything? Or? I was gonna ask the same question. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> that's that's my main question. I've never swam like competitively, so that's 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 on my mind. No, actually, she she would like us to shave our to shave our legs because that gives us that gives us less resistance. But every but all the guys pretty much just say no. It's we're not doing it. You want to become aerodynamic. Even though if it was something like, you know, this could cut, you know, uh, whatever, a tenth of a second, a half second, whatever off your time. Like if, if you were going to state, you still wouldn't do it. No, I would. I would not do it. That's what we need. What about Riley? Same same way. What if uh, Riley had to shave his legs? Is that something you could, you think you can get him to do or make fun of him for doing? No, I could not get Riley to shave his legs at all. But do the girls? I mean, the girls, obviously, I'm will shave their legs, but do they have to do anything special or, or is there anything that girls can do um, other than, I guess, shave like maybe arm hair, if there's any there or anything like that? Um, no, not, not, there's nothing really special. Just like what you said, they, they, they always shave their legs and arms. That's pretty much it of what you have to, what you have to do. So now that you wouldn't, you would never go bald or anything like your swim cap just covers it up and you're good to go. Yeah, no, I would Yeah, just have my swim cap on. I can't go bald. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
Yeah, that's 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 awesome. See why you don't have to do that for football. You're in good shape. You don't have to shave. Coach Ortiz hasn't come to you saying like shave this. I'm, I'm so grateful of that. <laughs> but you you've never done uh, maybe if but I know when I was in high school and the things the baseball team did was they all shaved their heads just not because it helped them in sports just because it was kind of like a solidarity thing so everybody shaved their head so maybe that's something you guys could look into. I don't know. I like my long hair. Yeah, it, flo it flows out of the helmet for sure. Uh, <laughs> For sure. Yeah. You see it, you see it flapping in the wind. So I love it. Um, well, Dexter, thank you very much, uh, for, for coming on, helping us out. Um, we really appreciate you spending some time talking about the team, talking about swimming and diving. Uh, we do have a little game to play if you're down. Uh, this game is something we've played with the last few guests. We, uh, we had to make a change originally. Uh, we had Wyatt competing against our guests, but it just became unfair to be honest. Like Wyatt had lost, like not even close really three straight weeks in our podcast. So we've now given Wyatt the responsibility of hosting the uh, the trivia game. So Wyatt, you're off the hook there. But um, we're going to have you actually, Dexter, compete against Aaron today uh, in a uh, game that is called That's Sure Obscure. Well, that's obscure. So how this game works, uh, Wyatt will ask you questions. You just need to buzz in uh, with the answer. Wyatt, well, how are we doing the buzzing today? How are we doing the buzzing? How do you want them to chime in with the answer? Mm. I'm thinking just yell it out, but maybe okay. that won't be too organized. Yeah, we're we're not organized. Today. This is this is our this is our KNV podcast. We're, we have no we have no we have no special technology, Dexter. So uh, this, yeah. is a, this is not high end. So just just yell it out is fine. These are all uh, White has spent hours and hours pouring through uh, the dark web. And uh, coming up with these questions, they are all, Aaron, just so you know, too, they are all related to swimming. Fun facts about swimming. Are there diving questions, too, or just swimming? What? Um, I think I think there was only one diving question. Most of it was swimming. Okay. So or there we go. Related, or just, I don't know. <laughs> Aaron, do you know anything about swimming? No. Then this will be great. This will be perfect. Uh, great, cool. So why take him. it away? Hit it when you're ready. Okay. In this, we will, well, you and Aaron will answer questions and, well, let's just get started. Number one, what were the first goggles made out of? A, snakeskin, B, cowhide, C, turtle shell, D, sea glass. Cowhide. Sea glass. Aaron? Cowhide. Both of you are sadly incorrect. It's actually a turtle shell. What? It, I, it's crazy. But it, it's made out of a turtle shell, the first one. All right. Question two. Not a multiple choice, just guess the answer. What is the oldest stroke? Freestyle. Aaron, do you know the stroke? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Aaron, do you know any strokes other than freestyle? Uh, I just know the normal stroke of a swimming, but I don't know any others. Uh, I'm going to pass. Just give it a dex. Just give it a just... Well, it's actually breaststroke. Surprisingly, uh... freestyle came after. I mean, it was definitely a round before of just basic swimming, but breaststroke was the first one to actually have a name. Uh, number three. What gold, what gold medal swimmer 
had a guest appearance in ASU's Current of Distraction? Michael Phelps. Uh, right. just, I'm just going to Mike you, don't, you don't need to get know. there. Yeah, you don't. Uh, need just... to get there. All right, number four. True or false? Swimmers sweat in the pool. Yes. True. Yeah. Aaron. Aaron got it in first. Yeah. I, well, otherwise there's the delay, but yeah, we I heard it. Aaron. All right. Number one five. One multiple one. choice. How many strokes does the average high school swimmer swim per season? A, 1,000, B, 10,000, C, 100,000, B, D, 1 million. I'm going with 10,000. Uh, I'll go 100,000. It's actually 1 million. What? Wow. It, it's crazy. It's a lot of strokes. Yeah. We're still, we're still at 1-1. One, one. Anybody's game right now. All right. Number six, out of these Olympic swimmers and divers, who has not won a gold medal? Amy Van Dyken, Ryan Lockie, Steele Johnson. Steele Johnson. Johnson. Steele Johnson has not won that a gold true. medal. Amy Van Dyken, actually, uh, she's from Phoenix, I think. Or she was in Phoenix for a while. Ryan Lockie's mm -hmm. from Phoenix, too, is he not? I think so, yeah. We confirm that? We'll, we'll we'll get on. We'll get our, our our researchers on that right away. So two to one, two to one. Dexter's in lead. One more, or no? How many more questions? Two more. What? Oh, we got two more. Two more. So here's your chance, Aaron. Mm. Oh, another true or false? The first four Olympics for swimming were not in pools, but in open water. True. True. That is true. So oh. we're at two two. Last question. Two, 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 all the marbles right here. True or false? There's a chemical that can be put into a pool and reacts if someone goes to the bathroom in it. What? <laughs> uh, uh, true. I'm just kidding. No, I, I'm going to say false for that one. It's false. There's it's it. always there, That's extra one. I definitely think that it's possible to create something like that. But apparently it's false. No, Everyone on the internet says it's false. Why? My question to you is like, what? What are we talking about going to the bathroom? Is this number one or number two? Or it doesn't? Man, it, it can be both. I don't. I don't know. I want to see white search history. <laughs> I just want to see him look that up. So, I mean, I have a swimming pool at home, so I'm just curious, like, if what what protocol do I need to take if someone does in fact go? Number one or number two? I'm pretty sure, to be honest, all my kids have gone number one in our pool at home. So, oh gosh, yeah, I'm I'm fairly confident in that. <laughs> That's so. why I never go in public pools. It's it's <laughs> not fun. That's it's a good that's a good uh, model to live by, Aaron. I appreciate that. So, thank you very much, Dexter. You won the trivia contest. Unfortunately, you don't win anything other than your pride. <laughs> um, but hey, nonetheless, you beat a non-swimmer in head up swimming trivia so you can hang your hat on that that should uh, give you a little boost at least the rest of the day so thank you once again uh for coming by we wish you nothing but the best of luck the rest of the season as you head into postseason into state and all that fun stuff and uh and thank you for stopping by yes thank you for having me
please go ahead and check out Dexter and his team in the swimming and diving uh, last regular season meet, but also their postseason, which schedules will be up soon on cvjags.com on the AZ Preps 365 website once those dates and times and locations have been finalized. We also have some other cool stuff coming up at Canyon View in the next week or so. Aaron, what does our schedule look like? Well, upcoming CVHS events are girls volleyball Monday, October 25th, our home game against Verado, all levels starting at 4 p.m. Tuesday, October 27th, away at Lake Havasu. And then next is football, Saturday, October 24th. It's a home game versus Tempe at 7 p.m. This is the first varsity home game in school history, and it will be shown live on JV Sports Show YouTube page. And in the last but not least, cross country. Wednesday, October 28th, the district championship at, at home, 4 p.m. Yeah, those are some big games, um, especially that, that cross-country one. I know Coach Cool and his team, we had Sage and Sam on the podcast last week. They are, are expecting to do some big things there. They they have, a, I know, a really good shot to do well at the district and then followed by regionals and state if they advance that far. That football game, are you guys going to the football game Saturday? Uh. No. <laughs> yes, I am. Do you have to go, Wyatt? For freshmen? no, I actually don't, but I want to because you know it's varsity, and I want to see at least one game. Yeah, I mean, this might be the only chance to get to to see the teams um, play. They only have, I believe, two home games. The schedule is still being moved around, like there's always changes and stuff like that. So this was actually supposed to be a Friday night game, got moved to Saturday to accommodate that JV Sports Show. Uh, being the game of the week. So that's really cool. Really good opportunity for, for uh, Coach Harris, who we had on one of the earlier pods and uh, and his squad. So should be good. So, boys, I think it's time as we get close to the end to head into our next section, which is one of my favorite sections. What did I miss? What did I miss? Aaron, why don't you start us off? What do you got for us? Well, I want to talk about my favorite team in the NFL that some, uh, happened – I think on Sunday night, where Miami beat the Jets, and they started um, to um, Tua Trevilova, our rookie quarterback, and he was injured back in Alabama on the 15-yard line. He was no more prospect after he, before he got injured, and he thought he was never going to play again. But the Dolphins still took a chance on him, and when he went against the Jets, they beat the Jets. He went to the 15-yard line, and there was an amazing photo that was shot of him sitting on the 15-yard line staring at Hard Rock Stadium, and he called his parents to say, I made it. And I thought it was a really good inspirational story on that because he actually made it to the NFL while being injured, and the Miami Dolphins just took a chance on him. As a Dolphins fan, do you want them to start Tua right now? Or would you I rather believe, they stick with, with I Fitz? I believe yes, because he has Ryan Fitzpatrick as his mentor because Ryan knows more football than him. He's been in the league for years. So I feel like having him start and have Ryan Fitzpatrick mentor him will help him increase as a star or probably even a great player overall. It's really a cool story. Uh, just seeing Tua, knowing what he was like at Alabama. I mean, he came in in that his freshman or I guess redshirt freshman season, you know, in the championship game was the first time we saw him as the public. And then just obviously had a great career at Alabama goes to the draft and like you said was hurt so it was it was really cool I saw the photo that you mentioned very very cool story I though am a little leery about them throwing him in there right now but that's why I'm not a NFL head coach I guess 
<laughs> Wyatt, what do you got for us? What did what did we miss from this week? Well, this week on October twentieth, NFL verified account posted a vote for three celebrations from the Cardinals, from the Titans, and from what I believe it looks like the Falcons as well. So, bunch of celebrations. I think the celebrations were hilarious, and I think they keep on getting more creative and creative as you know they actually spend time on the actual celebration. Maybe not the best way to use practice time, but it's still hilarious to see it in a game when they are winning. So I personally voted for the Cardinals where they did a bowling. And yeah, that's it for me. Are you are you guys in favor of the choreographed celebrations as a whole? Oh yes. Uh like I said, I think they could use practice time for, you know, actual practice instead of synchronized dancing or synchronized anything whole out acting and playing. But you know, it's still it's still fun to see. It makes the game more exciting. It's weird. I grew up in an era when I was younger watching football where the celebrations, I think, were a lot more advanced. I think the uh, NFL's really tapered it down a lot where it has to be, you know, they have certain restrictions on it, what you can and can't do. You can't spike the ball anymore over the goalposts, you know, all this stuff. Uh, I grew up watching stuff like the Icky Shuffle. It's probably going to date me a little bit, but Icky Woods back in the Cincinnati Bengal days. Uh, Terrell Owens had some great ones where he pulls or out the Sharpie. Randy and Moss and that pants down. Exactly. Deion Sanders, when he would return uh, interceptions, you know, pick sixes for a touchdown, would do the high stepping in the end. So I grew up with all that stuff and I loved it. Um, also sack dances. But now you don't see it as much, but I, I do love the choreographed, uh, the choreographed dances. So that brings me to my what did I miss, which is actually, I, I think, a little obscure. This clip is from the Korean Baseball League. I don't know if you guys saw this, but it is probably one of the greatest home run rob situations that I've ever seen. I've never really come across. I've been watching baseball for, I don't know, you know, years in 20 plus years, and I've never seen a home run being robbed like this. So I'm going to play the clip uh, so you can see it if you haven't, but it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. He's coming to a play 0 for 2 tonight. Both fly outs. Still tied at two, Ooh, and this one drives st straight away to center, giving chase is the insertion, and this one's caught. No, it's gone. No, it's gone. The solo shot by Pan Jiekai. The go ahead round now to score three to two. And then my favorite part is just the guy solo shot nonchalantly throws it back in. To break the tie in the bottom of six innings. And then the reaction. He caught the baseball. He caught, he caught the baseball. Wow. He deked all of us. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a catch. But you say he's home run. Just the utter well, disbelief. Based on his facial Wait, reaction. Caught it? I, I, is, I it was, is it caught or not? I don't I, think anybody knows. I think they're going to challenge this one. Is, you see the smile? But now he's smiling. Wow. It's a cat for everybody. Yeah, he definitely fooled everyone. Including I mean, their production crew. I mean, think about it. Panjia Kai already finished rounding the bases. With a smile, too. And then they go to the oh, replay right here. It's replay. so great. His, his glove goes kind of over the, over the wall, and we can't really see it. But the, the last moment I saw the ball landing his glove, so that I, I call his catch. Yeah, I believe it's a catch. You oh, see wow. the ball? Yeah, he yeah. caught the baseball. 
And, and that's he, a catch. He didn't show any joy. <laughs> so the score now is 2 to 2. Which is just awesome. So he, wow. he catches the ball. Tie, tie game right here. Acts like he didn't caught it. Happened? And then just kind of nonchalantly <laughs> later throws it back in. Like as the other guy, my favorite part about this whole clip, you can see it. Uh, I can rewind it and replay yeah, it, but you can see it kind of right yeah. here where he catches it, nonchalantly just throws the ball back in like nothing happened, you know, no big deal. As this guy's rounding the plate, high-fiving his teammates, high-fiving the coaches, you know, and it's just absolute, like to me, it's an absolute flex move for, uh, for the, the uh, center fielder. Like it just, just unbelievable clip. <laughs> the batter's face was priceless too. Just realizing, thinking you you've hit a home run to break. I mean, it was a close game. It wasn't like this was out of hand. It was a you know a two-two ball game when he hits that home run. Um, but yeah, Lin Chi Shuan is the name of the guy who robbed it. He's he used to be in the Red Sox organization, now playing in the Korean Baseball League. But uh, just it just shows like you just never know. Like I just loved how the center fielder Lin Chi Shuan just caught it, was kind of chill about it, you know, acting like he didn't catch it, and then just throws it back in to the infield like nothing happened. You know, so I, I hope I hope to see this replicated in leagues across, you know, the United States uh, in the next few weeks, all the way to, you know, from Major League Baseball down to Little League. So that's what I got, boys. Uh, that is all for the Dish from the Den podcast. We really appreciate everybody listening to us, checking us out. Please follow us. Get your podcast on Spotify, Google podcast, Apple podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Keep listening. And we will be back next week with another another brand new Dish from the Den podcast featuring Canon View Athletics. Thank you very much.